I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Can I do the intro this week? You always do the intro. I don't always do the intro. Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, a vegan food podcast. I'm Becky Streepy. And I'm David Streepy. This week on the show, we'll talk about Oreo truffles and Gardein Nashville hot chickenless tenders. And we will not talk about Chex Mix. Not even a little bit. It's fraught. We need a week off. I might make a little bit tonight. So. We are out. I it's might an make emergency. A, a variant, though. But we're not going to talk about it. Well, maybe I'll talk about it next week. Okay. What is that face? I love Chex Mix. I'm excited to eat some tonight. That's what that face is. Let's not talk about Chex Mix for one week. Can you? You're the one doing it. Dave. Hi. How are you? Great. How has your what holiday break what? been so far? It has been uh, ups and downs, but largely relaxing. Yeah. Any highlights? It's a, it's a depressing year. It is a depressing year. It's hard year. to not be depressed. So I've been fighting that, but... It's, uh, what are the Ritz doing in here? I, I'm going to make a TikTok. Talk about depression and Ritz, that's all. It's a hard left from talking about depression <laughs> to noticing a box of Ritz in the, in the room. There's also Dum Dums. There's also Sweet Chili Doritos. Don't. They're all in here because I'm going to do a video of accidentally vegan stuff. The I'm Ritz also going to put the Oreos. Are going to be in the variant. That's fine. I just need the box to show in the video. Should I put those Doritos in there? Sure. I don't want you to weigh in on it at all. Okay, this no. This is my we're, mix. N- we're talking about Chex Mix. Let's not. You can't open the Doritos until after I shoot the video because I need the bag to hold up. I almost ate them yesterday. I'm glad you didn't. I need them for this video. Okay. I'm just going to shoot it Monday morning and then you can have them. So it was a pretty depressive week uh, fighting that, but also got to carve out some time to take care of myself and relax. And then a lot of laying around. And going back and forth between like, this is what I need. And also like, hey, you're being worthless. You know, like you're just sitting on the couch, but being like, no, this is how you get and be nicer to yourself and say, this is what you need and let yourself have it. You needed to lay around a little bit. You're always so busy. I know. Well, you know, but then you also don't know at the same time. Right. It's also not the kind of thing that somebody telling you that changes. I know. So while I appreciate that. (laughs) Yeah. Sorry, was that too honest? Should we start over? No, it was great. Be honest. How's your week? You got to take some time off? I did. I took a four-day weekend, and I'm going to take another one this coming weekend. Wow. I don't ever get to do that, so it's very exciting. Next year, we should start this year and plan for a way for you to take like a whole week off because it kind of – I know this is going to betray what I just said, but 
Like you kind of have to get to that point, like to have a whole so much time off that you like miss working that you like hate yourself. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I think I talked about it on here before. I'm having like a deja vu about maybe we talked about it last week. No, we talked about that we scrubbed. No, we talked about giving yourself a break last week, but this is a different (laughs) process. You have to hate yourself so that you can give yourself the break though, which is the point I think I got to the last time, but I think that was on the part that we didn't record. Oh, because remember we did like a half hour and then we lost it all Uh and then started over. It was that. Yeah. Sorry, everyone. We lost it. Or it wasn't. And we're just saying the same shit over and over again, because every day is the same day. Do you want to write the E down? Because I said the S word. I don't have a pen. Oh, no. Just put E on all of them and I'll just curse it up. I got to make sure I put an E on the last one. Put an E on all of them. Put an E on it. I'll see if there's a way to just retroactively do that for the whole series. I'm sorry I said that word. No, it's fine. What was I even talking about? You're just why you asked did you me bring how I'm doing, in and here? I said I had a four day weekend, and then yeah. you were like, "You got to hate yourself." Oh yeah, right. And here we are. I had a four day weekend. Also, Dave for Christmas got me a Theragun, not a sponsor, but it's this like massage gun that um, is amazing. My neck has hurt for the past year. Every day I go, am I going to take in a leave today? Shouldn't do it every day. Am I hurting badly enough to take in a leave today? And for the past three days since I got the Theragun, I haven't had to play that game. When it wow. hurts, I use the Theragun and then it doesn't hurt anymore. I got a little knot in my neck. You might have to show me how to use it because I tried to use it and it, was, it just hits too hard. It hits too hard in too small a space. We should take turns Theragunning each other so that you can actually Ooh, relax on. and enjoy it. <laughs> Because there's a video of someone like whose trainer is using the Theragun on their neck. And I'm like, ooh, just to sit and have someone do it for you. That I sounds was, nice. I was getting vibes of the – and this is because of my in a like my lack of know-how, my lack of technique. Not There's not a dig on the Theragun because I haven't used it enough to be able to dig on it yet. That's coming. But <laughs> – I had vibes of those cheap massage chairs like at the airport or at like a roller rink. I don't know why I said a roller rink, but like at the Leaping Yeah, the they have one at Leaping Lizards. Play. I, we shouldn't name drop. Why? I don't know. I don't know. It feels wrong. But um, they're those cheap ones where you put in like a couple of bucks and you mm-hmm. get like 15 minutes and it's just like these metal balls that are thinly covered with some layer of like leather or upholstery or whatever. And they're just pushing on your back. And it's just like, yes. So I got chased. It's like those robots on the door of the show that we watched yesterday that somebody spoiled for me. And I'm just going to be vague and not spoil it for anyone else. Good. Don't spoil it. But you know what I'm talking about? I hate that you got spoiled. Yeah. Good. Good. I used one of those once at an airport and it totally messed up my back for the whole trip. My back was hurting because that thing just pushed it in ways that my back shouldn't go. Yeah. I think because I'm a short person, maybe it's, you know, maybe people five foot uh, two shouldn't be using it. No, I think it's just a grift. Maybe not a grift. Like it's like doing the job you're paying it to do. Mm -hmm. It's just not doing a good job. And to be fair, you're not paying good job prices. I and think, it's yeah. a chair. You put in a quarter. Right. Yeah. So this is it. I got vibes from that of that too, but it's that you can move it around and like target certain specific muscles. Anyway, it's helping me. Maybe it's a grift. <laughs> I, no, it's not a grift. This I'm, is turning I'm not into an it's ad for the No, Theragun. it's not a grift, but yeah. 
I was getting jackhammer like when I would try to move it because it's moving so fast. It would do like the cartoonish jackhammer thing where it just kind of gets away from you <laughs> and like goes down the street. Oh, I'll so show I just you how to, to use no, it. I just need to learn how to use it. We'll no, I'm not. This lesson. isn't. I'm not bagging on the product. I don't think the product is a grift. No, I don't think it's. I feel like we're doing a free ad for them. If anything, well, then they should pay us. Yeah. Hey, Theragun, looking for that check? Yeah, we got a reach in the teens, <laughs> and that's not percent. That's people. Oh, David Streetie, don't be so hard on us. No, I'm trying to build us up and sell us to Theragun. Uh huh. I hear that. I hear what you're doing. Get that sweet Theragun. Got to get that Theragun. Yes. Great. Also, the other great thing that I did this week that I'm really excited about is several months ago, maybe six months ago, I got really excited about the air fryer lid for the Instant Pot, Mm. got on Amazon, ordered one, it arrived, and then it sat in my office for six months because I was just overwhelmed by it. The same thing happened when I got my Instant Pot. I Mm. just stared at it for a long time like, ooh, you're a lot. So I finally unboxed it last night and I used it to air fry some tofu and bok choy for a curry soup that we were making. Uh It's amazing. I can't believe it took me this long to use it. It's very easy to use, everyone. The thing that held me back is that I thought the tofu would have to go into the stainless steel canister where it would stick because air fryers have a nonstick thing. That's kind of part of the deal. Um, But it turns out there's a little inner doonanny that comes with it. Can you... Unpack the doonanny a little bit because you're making a gesture with your fingers. Oh, yeah, I am. So it's like a little stainless, uh, not stainless steel, a little nonstick pot that goes inside the stainless steel pot. So it doesn't hold a whole ton, but to to like fry up some veggies or tofu or something before you dump them in to a soup or a stew or something. So it's like a basket inside of the... Air fryer, so you can't use the or inside the instant pot, so you can't use the whole instant pot's interior space to air fry. No, so that was a little bit of a bummer because one thing I've seen they make other companies make like combo air fryer pressure cookers, right? And one thing that I saw, well, they're uh, not other companies, they're not. I'm not like other companies at Veg Fest. Last year, I went to a demo that JL Fields did. Maybe it was two years ago. The JL Fields? Yeah. And she made mac and cheese in the instant – In the, it wasn't an instant pot. She used the pressure cooker function to make mac and cheese. Uh-huh. And then she switched it to air fry to brown the top. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. That's next level. But I don't think you – We should get JL Fields on the show. Oh, my gosh. That'd be great. I'll ask her. We got to uh, I don't we think gotta do... I know. I know. Okay. I've been feeling guilty about that this yeah. week cuz we got a Christmas card from her. Ah. We got to we got to do that. Guys, we got some guests lined up. Yeah, we got to work that out. And well, I'm it's excited just a legit, about it. Yeah. I I am too. It's logistical. I need to figure out how we will add that third person to the recording. That's the whole thing that's holding you know, me up. Cuz I don't And think if we figure this out, we'll be the first person to ever we'll do be it. the first group to add a third person to a podcast, like to have a guest on. Well, I've so been I've, Googling it, and every time I Google, they're like, well, first you need a second microphone. And I'm like, you are not answering the question I'm asking. But you don't. Like, they just record their audio and send it to you. Oh, and then we sync it up. Right. Mm-hmm. Could do that. We just can't let it bleed. So we, somebody would need headphones, finally. Maybe Talking Tofu Inc. could buy some headphones for host number two. Yeah, we to make to this happen. That. Okay. Yeah, I'm on, I'm on it. I'm on yeah. the case. I'll get you some headphones. Let's get some quotes. 
Okay. I'm a, I'm available for sponsorship if uh, somebody wants to kick in some headphones. <laughs> you I'll do a, a cameo sponsor. for them if they get you. No, I'd be a sponsor. I'd be like these headphones brought to you by Headman. Hmm. Javen Headman. No, don't make what. I'm not making fun. Making I was making a wordable. I was not making fun of Bugman. I was being in a wordable using it was a if anything, <laughs> it was an homage. Man is not a wordable. It is not that is not a wordable. How is it not a wordable? A wordable is a portmanteau. So you you what you did is a pun. I did a mashup. You did a lazy pun. It was off the top of my head. I, I didn't okay, workshop okay, it. Okay, I'm not I shouldn't have said lazy. It was, but that <gasps> is a distraction from the point that I'm making, which is that you made a pun. You didn't make a wordable. A wordable would be like head and man mm-hmm. would be head man. <laughs> <laughs> no, it wouldn't. What's a, what's a good, what's a portmanteau? What's a normal portmanteau? What's a normal wordable? Yeah. <laughs> we had a good one earlier. What was it? I've been Theramon? To... For a Theragun money? Yeah. Something like that. Theramon. Yeah. Oh, is it because I stuck it in the middle that it's not a wordable? No, but Headman instead of Bugman? Like headphones. So now you're, it's con- too, you're combining too far. headphones and Bugman. And those are two, like, you weren't making that point at all. No. I'm you weren't bringing the Bugman into everyone. it. Sorry, Jay Bugman, for bringing this up. But... Because I'm sure he likes the exposure. Yeah. Isn't he? I just took Bugman to be a man. indicative of. Right. It was a man. Yeah. I, right. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, what are we doing? Can we Do you climb want out of this? To, yeah, let's climb out of this. All right. This letter comes to us from Jen on Instagram. Hey, Jen. Hey, Jen. Thank you for listening and for always having something awesome to say. This message is about our um, episode that came out this past, well, I guess now it would be two weeks ago. Anyway, she says, I forgot to mention, I lived in Brighton, UK for a minute, and I've been to the Round Hill Pub. Jen! She says that Brighton overall is really veg-friendly, and she likes the Tofu News segment. Um, is that what she calls it? She called it the Tofu News segment, and then she said, Toe News, rather. Okay. And then I said, hey, if you have any ideas, Why? Why are you backdoor soliciting? <laughs> but she uh, did not have any ideas. She also says Brighton and Hove has been and is home to a lot of cool music. We got to get over there. Yeah. Maybe we just move. She used to work near Millionaire's Row, which I guess is in Brighton, where Adele lives, and Paul McCartney had a place with his divorced wife. What did I say? Adele? I was thinking of the place in Georgia. (laughs) Adele. (laughs) You sound like Bobby in the Expanse. (laughs) Weepins. Weepins. (laughs) Oh, boy. That joke was for, like, the two people that have seen the Expanse. who are sitting right here. Yeah, you and me. It was for us. This anyway, whole thing's kind of for us. Yeah. Let's be clear about this. It is. I love it. It's our thing. Hey, so Brighton what? sounds really cool, and now I want to go there even more. <laughs> I want to eat at the Round Hill Pub. I want to get more recommendations from Jen about places to go, and I want to take the child there. It'll be a fun trip. I think Brighton needs to give us a little bit. You want some of that Brighton money? No, I don't want money. I don't always <laughs> want money. 
<laughs> You've been, but I'm saying, like, yeah. we could be a real link to Brighton from across the pond. We could be like a, a channel, like a sister city, but just our I don't house? think a sister city. I just think we could be allies with with the town of Brighton, and they could give us a little bit of that that sauce that they've got that's making them so special. Yeah, that and we can help spread that sauce around. There. Oh my god. <laughs> Millionaire's Row sounds like something out of Monopoly deal. It does. Yeah. Is Monopoly that a, bling, for sure. It'd be that, one of the gold properties. Is that real? I don't know. Do you want me to ask her? She might get back to me during the recording. I'll ask her. You go on. What am I supposed to say? Talk to more about this Brighton concept. No, I that's I've exhausted that. The Brighton has good stuff and they should partner with us to share the good stuff. Is there Jen? Is there Jen? Can you hear me? Are you are you doing a chat with her? Uh, I just asked her if Millionaire's Row is a real place on behalf of you. Can we, I, like, maybe we should call this pub? And what would we and interview them about their food? Oh boy, I would love to do I, that. This podcast should maybe at one point be more than just the two of us looking at each other and talking about the same four topics <laughs> with like marginal updates. You think so? Yeah. Okay. That's why I think like let's let's get these guests in here. Let's let's prioritize that. Mm-hmm. Maybe talk about more guests. Yeah. Maybe guests is like a regular thing. That would be fun. We bring in a third. You know. Spice things up. <laughs> Maybe we start calling pubs and asking them about their menu. Maybe that's a stupid idea, but we we'll do it and find them. out. No, we're not going to cold call. We'll the, just cold the call Brighton them. Pub. And what are they called? I forget their name. Browntree. Huh? Browntree. Okay. I think. I wonder if a, a deal ever goes to Roundtree. <laughs> a deal. Only like one of the I most can't. famous people in the world. Guys, I know who Adele is. I don't yeah. know why I read it as a deal. Three songs. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I know that she's a famous singer. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> uh, It is the Round Hill Pub. Cool. You got a news item for us? This is a local interest story. Not really. Regional interest story. Slutty V? Hey! I'm just guessing. Hey! Sorry. I'm just thinking if you were on like Veg News and you saw something about Atlanta, it'd probably be about them. Oh, well, maybe it's not about Atlanta. Maybe it's from Birmingham now. And maybe it's about Slutty Vegan opening their first brick and mortar establishment in Birmingham. That's so exciting. And maybe this story is from December 23rd, 2020. So I'm sorry that it's a few weeks old, but this is where we are right now in the world and time. And you're just going to have to hear about it a little bit later. But... uh. Yeah, Slutty Vegan. Uh, this is from behamnow.com. Sorry, I said Birmingham. Um, but yeah, Pinky Cole, CEO and founder of Slutty Vegan ATL, made it known that she was scouting for a brick and mortar, brick and mortar location. Two days before Christmas, Cole announced her company had purchased a building in the Woodlawn community for the first Slutty Vegan location outside the state of Georgia. And that could not be more exciting news for the people of Birmingham because Slutty Vegan has transformed in town Atlanta. It has transformed the vegan burger biz here. Would you agree? Absolutely. Yes. It's still lines down the block for Slutty Vegan all the time, yeah. even though they have, is it three locations now? 
Is it? I thought they've it was got two. an Edgewood. They've got the one on the west side, and I thought they opened up one in like Jonesboro or something. Yeah, we got to get out to that Edgewood location. That's like down the street. It's so close. It's not that. The close, lines are just so still, still so are still they? Long. Like, when have you been by there? I've seen pandemic? pictures. I've seen pictures of the line. What pictures? Show me. Show me three. On tweeters. Show me three pictures. I won't. Um, hey, Birmingham. Is that our dog outside? It may be. You'd think that the kid would have let him in. He's good about that. It might be the neighbors. They have a couple dogs over there oh, right those now. Those neighbors. Oh, no, boy. they have guest dogs. I'm shaking my fist. Anyway, Birmingham, <laughs> when you're at Slutty like Vegan, make sure. Yeah, they're really great neighbors. Mm-hmm. Make sure that you have the vegan shrimp because it's amazing. Their burgers are awesome too, and that slutty sauce that they put on it is great. But the shrimp, I feel like, really blew my mind. I got a burger. I can't remember the name of it, but it had. Bacon, which they make their own bacon from scratch, and it had shrimp on it and the slutty sauce, and I think it had cheese and probably a little lettuce or something. I don't know. But um, wow. Wow, wow, wow. Blew my mind. But they're, I mean, Slutty Vegan's one of those ones that we followed from food truck days, and it's so awesome to see, like, just that trajectory, and it's like hard work and, and great food and good community uh, support and everything. But it's just like, like to see what's happening right now for them is really, really exciting. Yeah. It's amazing to see how they've just like, their career has skyrocketed. It's amazing. And Pinky Cole is so great because not only does she make amazing burgers and bacon and buns and sauce, but she gives back to the community so much. She donates burgers to places and she donates money to places and she's just we should get her on she's a superstar we should every once in a while i get a press release about slutty vegan i should respond to one yeah i'll do it doesn't have to be like a whole episode Mm-mm. we'd give her a call we could do the brighton and then we'll do pinky cole or pinky cole can have a weekly segment on here pinky cole anything you want to do with us you let us know <laughs> we're open to whatever i'm sure you got just time to burn yeah with all your spare time between running Several restaurants in two in states. So, so if you want to, you want to hit people who already know about you. I'm here now, Birmingham, with my uh, order recommendation. Is the Menage a Trois, which is what I got. It's an impossible patty with the vegan bacon that they make in house. I already said that, but I'm saying it again because it is so good. Vegan shrimp, vegan cheese, caramelized onions, lettuce, tomato, and slutty sauce on a vegan Hawaiian bun. Guys, wow, wow, wow! It's you so really good. like. You were kind of over the holding it out and reading it by the time you got to vegan Hawaiian bun. But I think we should talk about that unique, like, it was a very bespoke bun. Yeah. A little bit like, sweet. Yeah. You can't find vegan Hawaiian rolls like at the store. Right. Or I, if if anyone has a line on some, I would like to know. But I used to love Hawaiian buns. To me, that slutty vegan is like, you could take Anything off that list that you just like ran down of ingredients and be like, and this, and this, and yeah. it's just awesome. Just awesome. Just super level of care in like every aspect of everything they do. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. From like the food to how she runs her business. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. We just love her. Hats off to Pinky Cole. This is a Pinky Cole Appreciation Podcast now. Yeah. Yeah. We're no longer a Chex Mix podcast. We're now a Pinky <laughs> No Cole. longer a The Net podcast. Right. Well, well, hold on. <laughs> okay. You never Let's followed up hasty. about The Net, though. 
Should like, we do our movie segment real quick? Our movie segment? Uh-huh, brand new. What? It's called Talking Me to the Movies. Really? Uh-huh. Lights are low. Popcorn is popping. And it's time for Becky's new segment, Movie News. I really liked Talking Me to the... <laughs> oh, yeah, I asked to... What was it? Talking me to the movies. Talking. Talk me to the movies. How about? Talk me to the. No, better before. Oh. Why are you talking to over the movie? <laughs> That's <laughs> it. No. Don't talk to over the movies. <laughs> the lights are low. The popcorn. What? Are you doing it again? Uh, we're starting the. Forget it. Just keep the whole thing. I, I was planning to keep the whole... Hey, so we watched The Net. Remember like a month ago when we were like, we're going to watch The Net? And watched we, it immediately. We did. We broke down the recording stuff and then we watched The Net. Pops of popcorn. Yeah. It was great. Was it? I really liked it. Yeah. I thought the premise was really good. Yeah. What is the premise? Because I didn't do a good job of You called it, it the what if the firm... But was on the internet. Yeah. And I think that's pretty good. It's basically a woman who stumbles upon a big conspiracy and the people behind it immediately target her and like steal her identity. And she has to try to get her life back. This is really close to the plot of Hackers. It was a little bit. Wait, you told me, I'm realizing as I said, Hackers, you told me you haven't seen Hackers. I have seen Hackers. You have? Who's in it? Angelina Jolie. I don't know. Maybe I haven't seen Who Hackers. Else? Tell me what happens in Hackers. And they, don't say it's the firm but internet. It's the firm but internet. No. They, are, they hack stuff. Johnny Lee Miller. Who? Oh, my God. Matthew Lillard. I know who that is. But you didn't know that he was in Hackers, which tells me that you have not seen Hackers. Have I not seen Hackers? Ah. Well, after this, should we watch Hackers? Let's, right, let's go back to the net. Yeah. So, Sandy B. Mm -hmm. Who, I have to say that until we put the movie on, I thought the Are whole time- Are you kidding me? <laughs> that he meant Sandra Bernhardt. He did. Are you fucking- <laughs> Sandra Bernhardt. Sandy B, that's- The I host- <laughs> I, That's the, part of, was the, part of my hesitation. I was like, Sandy star, B, you're Sandra so Bernhardt would be the star of a thriller. I mean, she's got range. She I'm not, does. I don't want to- to say it's unthinkable, but that you would just go there. I don't know why my brain. <laughs> wow. You never said that. Well, I'm saying it now. Wow. I know. So anyway. Holy cow. The other Sandy B was the Sa star of this movie. Yes. Sandra Bullock <laughs> yeah. is, she's like a bug catcher. Like she catches like viruses. I mean like virus bugs. Like computer virus bugs. Yes. Yeah. Specifying. Yeah, not like the people that go out and get sick yeah. to get This isn't like, a pandemic have all movie. The sickness. No. This is a computer. Kind of like movie. an internet pandemic though, because these viruses, especially in the nineties when people didn't have internet security mm -hmm. front of mind, top of mind, they were all over the place. And you'll see in hackers when you watch it, there are millions of creative viruses that all have little cheeky ways of presenting themselves on the screen. <laughs> Which is not how they happen in real life, obviously. <laughs> but that kind of happens in this one too. Like, so 
There's the website for this band, Mozart's Ghost. And do you remember what it says when you load up the website? I don't. Mozart's Ghost! And it's like a, a Mozart song, but it's like a rock version of it. <laughs> but then they like you, there's a little icon in the corner of all these, and they click on them, and it's like... Oh, yeah. What is the picture? It's like a breadcrumb trail to like all these financial crimes. Mm-hmm. And so she catches wind of that. All of a sudden, as soon her, as she clicks it, right? The guy, the guy who sends her the thing dies. She goes and takes a little trip for some R and R, and then she meets a, a mysterious man. And the man fits all of. Doesn't he fit all the categories that she put on a dating website? Or no, she was on a BBS, mm-hmm. and she was just like messaging some buds. She described her ideal man, and he, man. this guy she met in yeah. Mexico, just happened to hit yeah. every button. And they go out on a boat. And they get it on, and then he tries to kill her. And then the game's afoot. Yeah. Wait, why am I talking about it? You tell me. Well, I don't want to spoil it. I w- I've been trying to think about how much to say without spoiling the, the net. Dennis Miller is in it. He plays a, a nice friend that she can trust. Until. Until. Well, I don't want to spoil anything. Oh, my gosh. But no, it's it's related. Like, So he has prescriptions, and these hackers get into the prescriptions and like change the medication and stuff. Like, it is kind of terrifying yeah. because it's even though it's kind of like a his, not hysterical. It's like kind of an overblown <laughs> like is it pre Y two K? It's like a pre Y two K idea. Acting hysterical about this identity thing. No, no, no. It's like <laughs> don't let me finish my sentence oh. before you before you slam uh, me. Go ahead. Wait I'm till I finish the you. whole thought before I'm you make fun of me. You. It's kind of like a pre Y two K like hysteria. About the internet and how terrifying the internet is. And while it is kind of like an overly dramatic look, like each of these things that happen, I'm like, that could totally happen though. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's almost like now we don't think about that stuff because we've kind of resigned to giving away all our privacy and quite a bit of our safety and security uh, so that we can post pictures of our lunch online. Mm -hmm. But like back then when it was new, I almost feel like that level of anxiety about it was correct. And we've just become fatigued about it. We don't think about it anymore. Well, I think you're right. Like the, the thing that sticks out to me about like internet stuff from the nineties is that it relies on that unknown quality. That's the same thing that's like in sci-fi or the same thing that's like fantasy or like, um, as like, what am I trying to say? The, even with stuff like Sherlock Holmes, like there's this kind of unknown layer of society that you can be aware of, but still not understand. And I think that was a good time that it was really ripe for, while things are changing really fast, technology is changing really fast. I don't know if I'm personally going to be able to keep up with this thinking as an adult in that time, you know? Mm-hmm. And you combine that with just a little bit of like like the Dennis Miller situation where like he wasn't even a hacker who went too far. See, what you're saying about like we're posting pictures of our lunch and opening ourselves up to vulnerabilities, that's because of like our participation in it. That's but true. But that is like this world is going to change and it's going to come get you regardless but, of whether you're participating or not. But even that, like – um. Like you were saying, the Instagram's new terms of service. Right. 
it can access, they can access your contacts now. Right. So even someone who's not on Instagram, who's in my phone. Right. Sorry if you're not on Instagram and you're in my phone. Let me know if you'd like me to change that. Right. But, you know, like it, that is happening. We just like kind of, shr- you know, we just click those terms of service and go, eh. Well, right. I guess my point would be that nowadays everybody's participating. Pretty much, yeah. I only know one or two people who aren't on social media. But whether you are like specifically participating in social media or not, you are participating in the internet, in the community of the internet. And like, yeah, like you you're are on connected Google whether you like it or not. Or whatever. You right. probably have a smartphone. Right. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, I thought it was a great premise. I also, th- yeah, I think it was kind of seeing a lot of stuff that like predicting the future a little bit. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Anyway, I enjoyed the net and I recommend it to anyone. It's got, it's really great also from a 90s thriller angle. Like it's just got that vibe going. If you enjoy a 90s thriller, this is like, wow, a 90s thriller. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Great. Yeah. Lights are up. Mm-hmm. Popcorn's all over the floor somehow. No, you gotta, you gotta throw it out. Take your stuff and throw it out when you leave the theater. Don't yeah. be that guy. I'm not. Uh, but the floor you just is. Said, you just said it's all on the sticky. floor somehow. Like, oops. <laughs> oh, Who no. This? I just, no matter how hard you try, but you get a little popcorn on the floor. Not me. I've never dropped a kernel. Mm. Flawless. Hey, should hey. we talk about these Oreo troubles? Okay. So Dave told me he was going to make these Oreo balls. That's what you called them at first. You called I had them big bacon ideas. Baking. You called them Oreo balls, though, okay. specifically. I'm saying this because we, you, when you called them that, I figured it was like Rice Krispies treats, like something from the Oreos website recipe. But it turns out that he had found this recipe from Loving It Vegan, which I will link to in the show notes. By Googling Oreo balls. Okay. Well, I'm Just saying, saying I wanted to make Oreo balls. Okay. I'm saying I thought you had already found a recipe and that it was from the this the that name this made is, me think it was really sticking with you for some reason. Anyway, all I'm saying is I was delighted that it was from a little like a small website instead. Actually, her website's not that small, but <laughs> but, but like not from like a corporate website. I was excited that it uh-huh. was from like a a blogger. Okay. Um, this recipe is amazing. It's the inside hit. is like rich and creamy and fudgy, uh-huh. and then you coat it in melted chocolate chips. So this is what you do. You take 30 Oreos and you blend them up, which I could not believe because I don't know if you knew this, but Oreos have a cream on the inside in between the two cookies. Yeah. It's kind of their defining thing. That is a thing. Without Without it, it's just a chocolate cookie. Mm -hmm. So you put it in a little food processor and you shake it up. We have a Nutribullet, so I'm doing the Nutribullet uh, pump. He's pulsing. He's pulsing right now. I'm pulsing over here. And... uh, it makes like a fine powder, like a dry fine powder. The cream is gone. The cream like gets eaten up by the cookie. That makes sense to me. It would make okay. like a crumbly dough because it it's not enough cream. It's a lot of cream, but though. it's not enough cream to make a dough, like a cohesive ball of dough, but I which is what you it, need. I would expect it to be a little sludgier, a little bit sludgier. It came out very dry, okay. very powdery. It's not a dig. I was just surprised at the way the world works sometimes. Yeah, this was just part of the process. Yeah, I was delighted. Okay. Anyway, you're looking at me. (laughs) I'm not. So then you take these dry things and you put it in a bowl and then you put 
cream cheese in there. And I used Violife cream cheese because that's already pretty soft. So I scooped all that in and you got to stir it up. And I was like, these guys, it's not going to come together. This guy over here, you got these blobs of cream cheese and then you got these powder things and they're not going to like at best, I'm just going to have a glob of cream cheese that's covered in Oreo powder. Right. Mm -hmm. But you know what happened as I stirred it? Hmm. Started to blend. It started to blend together and it made a real chocolatey goo. And it was real good. Yeah. The the goo was really good. And so then we made that into balls. The balls look like little poop nuggets. Yes. So on her website, they're like these perfect little. Oh, oh, (laughs) how could you? One inch balls. And well, I'm assuming that the child was involved in those really big ones. No, he made his tiny and I made mine huge. Yeah. We made enormous truffles. They're so good. You're pointing, you're calling them out like they're a flaw. Or no, there's something just a I did difference. wrong. Just a difference. You are look. You have a look in your eyes, like I'm going to say the nice thing. No, it's comical. I know the, the difference. Comical. The difference is comical, comical, but I'm not saying it's bad. Oh boy. This. Uh, anyway, you make balls. You make they, balls. They did look like poop look when like you put poop. them in the freezer. You put the balls in the refrigerator. They firm up. They firm up, and then you get to do later. the really fun part where you roll them in melted chocolate. Yeah. Well, you dip them in. You melt the the chocolate chips in a little bowl, and then you dip them in the bowl, and then you put them on a tray, and then you freeze it, mm-hmm. and you get truffles. Oh. Sorry, the wind's really out of my sails. At I this can point. see that. I I'm can tell. Like, I really I'm just deflated you. Yeah, Dave. What? They're so good. They are good. You They're can never good. make them again. I've been eating Why? so many of them. Oh, I've only had like two. I've been eating at least one every night. They're very rich. They are so rich. They're so good though. Uh, but I don't like, I have bad teeth. So now at my old age, I have to really like regulate. I have to take each like sugary candy treat and be like, is this worth it? And run it through this whole like, you know, like ringer of like, all right, I'm going to justify this much sugar. And uh, it's a terrible way to live, but that's resulted in me only having like two or three during this holiday season. You have a lot more willpower than I do. They're so bad tea. good. I the filling bad... is so good. I actually like the big ones because there's more filling. Oh, well, I was me? trying to get there, but then you got excuse all me? Charlie because Brown of the about way it. You looked at me. <laughs> your look really uh, affects me. If I think you're disapproving. I I do approve though. Our hearts are tethered together like that. That you're, I'm like your bandit. <laughs> do you want to explain that? No. As you want me to explain it? Sure. Our dog bandit is emotionally bonded to Dave in a way that is very sweet. I know I sound like I'm crying, but my throat is bothering me today. Something is blooming in Atlanta. Hmm. Um, if Dave seems sad or upset, bandit comes running to his side in a way he doesn't do for me or the child. I mean, he'll come to us if we seem upset, but if Dave seems even the least bit glum or if he does something like barks like a dog to pretend, Dave barked like a dog for pretend the other day and Bandit tore through the whole house to get to him. I was playing my Dungeons and Dragons campaign with my friends and something happened to my character. And he turned into a bear, and I made a bear voice. I was like, He's probably going to run across the house now. He's on his way. 
but he like tore all the way across the house and like the door was closed and had to was like up against the door and he, he had stood there in. whimpering until i came and opened the door and Pretty said sweet. he he came to protect you anyway that's me for you emotionally yeah that's the emotional uh edge that i'm on with you yeah it's a lot of responsibility sorry do you want to eat something new <laughs> <laughs> Sure. What art? What do we got? We got the Gardein Nashville Gardein Nashville Hot Chickenless Tenders. Uh huh. Okay. So we got these a while ago. We never tried them, and then a couple of days ago, we said, "Let's let's do it." We were cleaning the house, and I was like, "After this, I want to make a hoagie with these Nashville Chickenless Tenders." Do you want to talk about what was on your hoagie and your thoughts? You made it. So we didn't have any tomato or onion, or I would have put it on there. We had. Just lettuce. So it was lettuce, pickle chips, dill mayo, pickle chips. dill pickle chips, mayo, and then four of these tenders. And mine was on a Publix hoagie roll. Yes. And yours was on just lettuce. Yeah, I made mine kind of like a salad. I was not – I had had a super late lunch, so I wasn't hoagie hungry, but I wanted something. So I made this on a salad instead. And I had mine with um, tahini ranch on the side and to dip. I still had pickle chips. Mm-hmm. On my salad, don't judge me. And I dipped the tenders with the for... pickle chip into the ranch, and it was a real delight. Why would somebody judge you for having pickle chips on a salad? I don't know why pickle chips on a salad seems weird to me, huh. but it was lovely, and I'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't think anybody would do that. No, don't let them. Don't let them. I was surprised at how spicy these were. They were very spicy. They were very, very spicy. Yeah. Usually spicy stuff from, I don't know, usually like a spicy nugget, like those Buffalo Morningstar nuggets. They're a little spicy, but they're not like, they don't right. stay with you. And I feel like that, because I felt the same kind of surprise, but then I was like, well, what about Buffalo says spicy? Buffalo says kick, but it doesn't necessarily say spicy. Yeah, you know, I guess so. It's like a f- direction of the flavor, and then you can go to a very spicy direction of that. But like Nashville hot is a very specific expectation. Yeah. And from my understanding, too, when the Nashville hot craze kind of hit everywhere in fast food, there were varying degrees of heat. So a lot of sentiment that I would hear is like, they say this is Nashville hot, but there's really like no kick to this at all. There's no heat to this at all. So I was expecting something that was a little bit more directional seasoned wise, but not hot spice wise, you know? Mm-hmm. You but this was very spicy. Yeah. Yes. I also though associate Nashville hot with having like a little bit of a sweet edge and I didn't get that from these. These were like just straight spicy. I feel like the heat kind of overpowered any other flavors going on, which I'm not complaining. I actually like something that's just super spicy like that, but um, it was just a little bit unexpected. Yeah. I don't know that I was expecting the sweet angle. I feel like that's in a barbecue direction for me. Yeah. Or what I think of as barbecue. Yeah. And I think the unique thing, this could, I could be way off, but the unique thing about the Nashville hot is that it's not a barbecue meal it's taking the the chicken seasoning in a completely new direction i'm on the wikipedia page now for nashville hot 
type of fried chicken. Mm-hmm. Marinated in a water-based blend of seasoning, floured, fried, and finally covered in a paste or sauce that has been spiced with cayenne pepper. Mm-hmm. Served atop sliced white bread with pickle chips, so you nailed the presentation, Dave. Ah. Well, I had a pub roll. It is both the application of a spicy paste and the presentation that differentiates it from similar dishes such as buffalo wings. Oh, so maybe my expectation for a sweetness was misplaced. But I think it's like it's all starting from the same place. Like if you were to talk about it like chicken, it's starting as chicken and then becoming either barbecue or fried. And sometimes there's fried barbecue chicken, even though that's kind of rare. But this seems like like you're, what you're saying. This is somebody who's decided fried and then goes in this direction, which is Nashville hot or goes in a hot direction, you know, mm-hmm. versus somebody making like a spicy barbecue where they start with barbecue and then are adding a kick to that. You know? Yeah. The cayenne is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. I would get it again. Yeah, I would too. I, I would, would like to try it, it in a taco. Five Sandy Bees out of five. We're rating Sandy Bees. I would give it 4.5 Sandy Bees. What would it take to to kick it up to five Sandy Bees? I don't know. It's just a feeling. Yeah. I also feel like five Sandy Bees, that's really that's a really high rating. I loved this. This this is probably my favorite garden. Really? Yeah. I wish that we could all as family eat it. Well, you can't help what people don't like. Yeah, it's true. I'm trying to think of a five out of five Sandy Bees food those oreo truffles oh boy <laughs> loving it vegan nailed it Gardein, you nailed it they did they i feel did. bad because i we poo-pooed their soup so bad oh yeah we really and their, did their well, breakfast soups, bowl the soups and the breakfast bowls don't do that right Gardein. but i'm saying like stick to what you know pops. you're great at at crispy vegan chicken i was just saying in a previous episode that we need good vegan ch- chicken options and the breaded vegan chicken has been you have nailed that Gardein, you are the reason we don't need any. Gardein does do a good breast. Do they? Yeah. I've had it at Yard House. Oh, really? I have never yeah. had it. Oh. I don't know if it's available for retail wow. or if it's just a commercial product. but I want to try it. Yeah. I also got a recommendation from our friend Lee for a vegan chicken breast. Yeah. Soy something. Okay. Soy something. Soy amazing. If you see something, soy something. That's as the name of the soy delight patties are what what Lee recommends. She says that she has found them in the frozen section at Whole Foods, and it's what they use to make their mock chicken. Oh yeah. So we need to find those. Yeah. Coming up, coming up on a future episode. Yeah. Thank you all for listening. If you're enjoying the show, take a minute to rate review and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. And we just love reading your five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. We definitely will. You can also follow us at Talkin' Tofu on Twitter or at Talkin' Tofu Pod on Instagram. I'm Glue and Glitter on all social media, including TikTok. Please follow me there. I'm getting trolled a lot and I need some friendly faces. (laughs) And I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram. And we'd love to hear from you. If you have a suggestion for a food we should try or thoughts about an episode or just want to say hello, write to us at TalkinTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Bye. Bye. Delicate bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.